Hey everybody, welcome back to Screwball, a baseball podcast, your home for everything baseball. I'm your host, Mike Lepree, here with my co-host, Frank White. Hey, how's it going? Now, the World Series and the 2020 season has come and gone. Uh, the World Series ending just a uh, night before we're recording here. We're recording uh, a few extra days late to give the final results of the World Series a little room to breathe. And the Dodgers have won the, the World Series over the Rays in six games. We have a lot of thoughts on the series as a whole, the two teams, the aftermath, what we thought of the coaching, because there's a lot to uh, unpack with, particularly Game 6 and the uh, insane Game 4 that uh, I'm sure everyone uh, has seen the highlights of if they didn't watch the full game. Uh, so why don't we just get right into it and talk about what we thought of the series as a whole and, and where the Dodgers are at, where the Rays are at following the, the win and the loss, respectively. Um, where Kevin Cash is as a manager, where the ownership is with Dodgers, and where do we go with the uh, whole Justin Turner uh, business? Um, we'll get into that in a little bit. But first and foremost, the Dodgers finally get over the hump. They finally win the World Series. They finally prove all the people that said that they would never do it or it would take longer to do it, probably f- prove them wrong. So good for them in that regard. They got the monkey off their back. Good for the Rays for getting here. You know, they're, they're a team that is small market and really needed all the analytics and all the statistical advantages to get here and to do well. And I don't think that losing in six games to the Dodgers is anything to to um, put your head down about. I think that the Rays played very well. I think that their offense came up a little short uh, in the end, and I think that a little uh, coaching miscue uh, was big in the, in the game six decision. Overall, they're, they're still a good team. I'm sure they'll still be competitive in, 20, in 2021, uh, and who knows, maybe years to come. But, you know, the Dodgers, um, they only lost one series all year. And, uh, it you know, it proved, you know, heading into the playoffs that even against the, the real good teams like the Braves and, and the Rays here, that they could still get it done. The pitching could still come through. The bullpen could still c- come through. And the offense did enough to get it done. So, I don't know. Uh, personally, I thought it was a good series. I thought there was a lot of excitement. There's a lot to remember, particularly Game 4, I think is going to go down uh, in the history books. A lot of young stars coming up, Randy Rosarini in particular, is a lot to talk about. So what do you think of the series as a whole? Uh, what you saw, any particular players? You you know, what do you think really as a whole? What would you say? Well, the Dodgers uh, obviously won the World Series in six games. It was a pretty good series. You know, it seemed like uh, there was someone scoring in the first inning every game. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it obviously it lacked offense at times and uh, a lot of pitching changes. A lot of moves, a lot of switching the lineups and pinch hitters and matchups, something that we've been accustomed to in the last couple of years. You know, it, it, it kind of played out how most people expected. The Dodgers had more talent up and down the board. So they won the World Series. And that's kind of how everyone expected it for years for years now. It finally happened this year. I think 60 games played into the Dodgers, you know, played in their hand easily. Uh, you know, it seemed like a team that 162 games come and go. They, uh, you know, their struggles start to come out more. Uh, through mm-hmm. 60 games, they're usually one of the stronger teams every year. So uh, yep. I think uh, some of the older players like Kershaw, like like Justin Turner, um, having such a less amount of games on their body for the year really gave them uh, a chance to stay healthy and produce at the highest level that they could. You know, but like I said, it was a good series. The Rays didn't score. Yeah, the Rays were coached awful. Uh, Dodgers had some coaching coaching miscues from Dave Roberts, but for the most part, I think the Rays really um, hurt themselves with bad coaching. Um, Diego Castillo not pitching much, you know, pitching continuing to pitch Nick Anderson as you, you know you you beat him into the ground early in the playoffs. Um, you can see him start struggling recently because he pitched so much, you pitched way too much, and you just kept beating him into the ground. Diego Castillo didn't pitch much at all. He was probably your best reliever mm-hmm. and pitch him. You know, continuing to really use Peter Peter Fairbanks just way too much. And then obviously the biggest move was taking Blake Snell out after giving up one, essentially one measly hit up the middle. Hmm. Um, didn't make any sense. Uh, they lost the series on that move, and just bad coaching. Uh, game four, of course, was uh, was a classic. You know, both teams forgot what the hell they were doing there at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. People falling down and kicking the ball and throwing it every which way. Um, but I mean, an instant classic. I believe there was seven consecutive half innings with a run scored. Yeah, something like that. And a couple of them were multi-run scored innings, and I believe there was um, what was it thirteen out of thirteen out of eighteen half innings had a run in it. 
So, yeah, something like that, yeah. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it was something always going on. A team would take the lead, another team, and then, you know, the Rays would come back. The Rays would take the lead, the Dodgers would come back. So, it was back and forth the whole game. Mm-hmm. Um, home runs early, and then a couple Luis Gonzalez bloop shots <laughs> mm-hmm. to uh, let the Dodgers take the lead, and then, you know, come into the last inning, and you get a, a hit, a little bloop shot that, you know, Kike Hernandez misses by, I don't know, an inch. Yeah, just about, yeah. Catches it, they win, they win the game and probably win the series the next day. Mm-hmm. He misses it, and, you know, the inning uh, gets rolling at that point. You know, big at-bat comes, Rosarina takes a walk. Brett Phillips comes in with his third at-bat, and over, you know, third at-bat, first first at-bat in a while. Mm-hmm. Third at-bat, I think, in like a month, month and a half. Yeah, something like that. Um, You know, he comes in, first pitches a ball. I believe the second, next two pitches were balls, and they called strikes. He comes in one-two count with uh, p- pitches he thought was questionable, so you know he's swinging. And uh, he gets like a... Somewhat jam shot right over Kike Hernandez's head. Uh, Chris Taylor in center field, which was questionable to begin with at the end of a game, kicks the ball around. So you got the game tied. Rosarino's going to come around and score to win the game. He falls down. Chris Taylor throws the ball to Max Muncy, who's not lined up with the plate at all. Mm-hmm. So the cutoff man's way off. Max Muncy then takes the ball, sees Rosarino roll around the ground. He throws the ball past the catcher. Rosarino's heading back third, then he goes back home, dives home, and wins the game. It's unbelievable. It's not the greatest game I've seen in the World Series. David Freeze, Game 6. But definitely one of the craziest, probably the craziest uh, game I've seen in the World Series. And definitely one of the, one of the better ones. Um, you know, you probably could put it in the top 10, maybe. Um, sure. And you could probably de- easily put it in the top 5 um, since maybe 2000. Yeah, sure. World Series games. Mm-hmm. You know, just the, the thought of being a Dodgers fan there at the end of the game. Seeing a hit go, and you start off with no... Then you see the guy make an error, so now you're like, no. <laughs> and then you throw the ball in, and you see that the guy fell down, so now you're like, yes. And then you throw it away, and you're like, no. <laughs> and then it'd be on the other side, you're a Rays, Rays fan, you're like, oh my God, Brett Phillips got one hit all year. Mm-hmm. He gets a hit, you go, yes. He makes an error, you go, oh my God, yes. Mm-hmm. And then he throws the ball home, and the guy's falling down. It's like, are you kidding me? Just get rid of him. A Rosarania, who, wow, wow. He's a, and then he scores, and you're like, wow. <laughs> so just the, the, the roller coaster of emotions that can happen instantly. I mean, it was unbelievable. Yeah. Um, me not rooting for a Dodgers, it just, I didn't even know. <laughs> I was just, I was wiped out. I was ready for bed when that yeah. happened. I was yeah. like, well, it's time to go to bed. Yeah. Because it was just all, I was like, that's it. Mm-hmm. We're all done now, and uh, we can all go to bed. Yeah. And I thought instantly that was when the Dodgers lost the series. Right? Me too. Because I'm like, this, th- there's the Dodgers. Yep. They're like, baseballs, what? And throwing the ball around and falling down, and they lose the series, I thought, on that game. But they yeah, bounced back, and they played well. It was a good series. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just, you know, the Rays going to have some uh, pieces to fill, while the Dodgers have a couple things going on. Justin Turner, free agent. Keith Hernandez, free agent. Kershaw, getting older. Kenley Jensen, not the same pitcher. Um, so they got some pieces and stuff to work out. And the Rays are just, you know, they have six different bullpen guys every year. Mm-hmm. Um, so they'll have, to bunch, they'll have a bunch of stuff they'll have to figure out. But they're a good defensive team, and they're, they'll they'll be okay. But, yeah, it, it just kind of played out how everyone expected. The better team with the most money and the most talent won the World Series. Yep. Took them 52 years. But, <laughs> yeah. but uh, you know, for people saying they're a dynasty, can't be a dynasty by winning one World Series. Mm-hmm. Well, they were there a bunch of times, but you know, a dynasty unless you win a bunch. And they think they're going to be continuous dynasty? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I can't see them winning more. I can see them winning again, not too far, but to continuously win and become that dynasty, which is kind of like what the Giants were three years and six, three, three championships in six years, that's a dynasty. Even the Red Sox went in three times in, what, nine years, 12 years? Yeah, yeah. Something like that. That's yeah. kind of a dynasty, even though kind of two different teams, but still that kind of, you know, 10 year run. Yeah. Um, they have to win again, Dodgers, and I don't see that happening with the uh, chances of Keegan Hernandez being gone, like I said, and Justin Turner, who's the best player on the team, being gone. I don't see them continuing that to be a dynasty. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not much as you can say. It was a good series. Dodgers finally won, but I, I didn't like the idea of um, passing off Kershaw being one of the better postseason pitchers now because of one postseason and the Dodgers being a dynasty because they won one World Series. That's not how it works. Sure. Yeah. I mean, who knows if this? Because I still think that they're closer to the, to the latter half of their window. Because the window really opened what five years ago, four years ago for them, sure. and you know they lost. Uh, what was it an NLCS loss, a World Series loss, another World Series loss, a division series loss last year, 
and now a World Series win. So you really got, you know, you got three good opportunities to win the World Series. You only come away with one that in which you're in the World Series. Now, obviously, 2017, you could put an asterisk next to. Maybe they should, maybe they could have or should have won, won it, but it's still, uh, it's only one. And like you said, it's it's hard to see if they can continue it because yeah, they got the payroll. They've got they've still got good uh, pieces. They're not going to just all of a sudden go away. Um, they'll still be there and they could still win one, but you know, like you said with Justin Turner, he, first of all, he's getting older. Is he going to sign back? Kershaw's not getting any younger. Um, yeah, they've got, you know, young pitchers coming up like Dustin May. Uh, I'm sure they could go find or sign one. Like you said, the little pieces like Kike Hernandez, Chris Taylor, these guys that, um, kind of add to their, um, X factor-ness, you know, they're, they're kind of like those scrappy guys that get you hits when you need them. And Peterson. Yeah. I guess he can be back next year. He's yeah. a play. He wants to mm-hmm. play. So. Yeah. A lot of pieces. And, you know, I, I think that they will be back. Like I said, I don't think they're going away. Will they win another World Series? It remains to be seen. Who knows if maybe this World Series win gets that little bit of uh, little bit of confidence in them and whatever remaining pieces of the Dodgers are left after this season. Um, so maybe they go and do it. You know, who knows? Maybe they could be the first team in, what, 20 years to win back-to-back? Could, could happen. I'm not going to put it past them. But, you know, you've got, you know, the 162-game season hopefully is back next season, should be. And does that then translate again, the 60-game season where everyone's fresh and healthy, does that translate to the big, long 162-game haul? Does that translate for them, you know, coming up? I, I don't know. That remains to be seen. But, yeah, no, uh, you know, good team. They deserve it. I'm going to say that. The Rays deserve to be there, too. The Rays played very well. They got nothing to hang their head about. Uh, the Rays do have to do – they do have questions. They have more questions than – uh, the Dodgers probably do, I would think, because the Rays are that kind of team where there's an ever-evolving door of uh, a cast of characters. Um, I think Randy Rosarena is going to be, uh, I think he's going to be good. I don't know if if you can base his electric postseason off of how he's how good he's going to be. You know, I, I think he'll be good. I just don't know. It, it It's kind of like saying David Freeze had that unbelievable 2011 postseason, but overall was a pretty uh, mediocre to a little above average player. He wasn't, he didn't set the world on fire or anything. But when... Who knows, Randy Rosarini could be one of those players that when crunch time happens, you need him in the playoffs, he's there. So we'll see what happens with him. I, I'm, I'm interested in, to see what we get out of him in the MLB. Maybe he becomes a rising star. But the Rays, uh, they'll be back. Uh, I'm sure them and the Yankees will be duking out it again next season for the East. And who knows, maybe even again in the playoffs. The Dodgers, uh, Dodgers and the Braves, like we saw in the NLCS, I'm sure they'll both be back. Um, so the Dodgers aren't going to... There's going to be no shortage of competition for the Dodgers. They're not just going to waltz their way in. And who knows with the Reds, we talked them up all season. They could be back to challenge the Dodgers all of a sudden. You know, so we who knows? These two teams could be back in the World Series, maybe not against each other, but in some capacity. I do like, I do, as much as uh, I don't like the Rays because they're basically the Yankees' main competition now, I do kind of like their scrappy attitude. I, I got to respect that. I got to respect their all-in nature of the analytics. I think it does backfire on them, in case in point, the Game 6 decision. I think that's a pure analytical choice to not go through the third, go through the order the third time with Blake Snell, even though the guy is absolutely dealing, probably his best start of the season. I think that, that they got to reflect on that a little bit. But um, overall, it was a great series. I'm going to obviously remember it for the Game 4. And Game 4 was ridiculous. We watched it together. We had a few beers in us. We were all fired up. I'm sure there were a lot of people that weren't uh, Dodgers and Rays fans that were all excited watching that game. Game six was, I, I think it was a great game. There was a lot of, uh, there was a lot of memorable moments. Like I said, particularly Rand- Randy Rosarena and, and, and Chris, um, excuse me, Corey Seager, the Dodgers played unbelievably well. Him and Justin Turner, I mean, were basically the key to that offense for the Dodgers. Uh, Corey Seager's an exciting player. I'm looking forward to seeing what's, you know, what we get out of him too. But, uh, yeah, overall, great series, great World Series. I think it did the 2020 season justice. But we wouldn't have – it couldn't just end nice. It couldn't just wrap up the 2020 season with a nice little bow. There had to be some controversy knowing Rob Manfred and the fellas. So Before you even get into that, mm-hmm. I want to go back quickly to game six with pulling Blake Snell. Okay. I don't understand why you pull your, your starter there. I don't care what analytic could say. Um, if your bullpen was dominant – then you could pull him and you can you can ride that hmm. you ride that wave that oh well my bullpen's been dominant your bullpen hasn't been great Nick Anderson struggled because you beat him in the ground Pete Fairbanks starting starting to crack because you beat him in the ground you know and they don't use Diego Castillo which is why not hmm. why don't they use him so it didn't make sense to pull your starter there your starter was dominating your starter was your starter was pitching the way that 
that game could have been a 15 inning game and he could have pitched all 15 innings. That's how he was pitching. Sometimes you just got to look at the game and watch the game and know your team, know your players, and just let them go. Because you could have easily won that game, gave your pitchers, that would have been a second off day. You had an off day already. Then you would have maybe not pitched them at all. Game six. That's two straight days off that they never got since September. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. Now you're fully rushed, uh, freshed up and rested for game seven where anything can happen. So sometimes it just makes sense to just watch the game and just go by that, a little old-school approach. It's not always all analytics. You know, it's, this, isn't, this isn't a fourth or fifth starter. This is your ace. This is your guy. Yep. This is a Cy Young winner. If Kevin Cash has, you know, Randy Johnson on the mound there, or Jacob DeGrom, mm-hmm. or Garrett Cole, does he do the same thing? Yeah. If he has, you know, Cy Young on the mound there, mm-hmm. does he do the same thing? <clears throat> does he do? Does, if he has the greatest pitchers of all time on the mound, does he pull that guy out because of analytics, or you let him go? You'd like to think you'd let him go. <laughs> you'd like to think you'd let him go. Well, Blake Snell's your Cy Young. Yeah. Blake Snell's your Randy Johnson. You let him go. You know, if he gives up two hits, he doesn't look great, then you do it. Mm-hmm. But to give up just one base hit, it wasn't like it was a home run or, you know, a base hit and a deep fly ball and then a couple, and a walk or some wild pitches. I mean, he had one hit. Yeah. He looked just fine. And I think he struck out, what, 60% of the batters or something like he had that? Yeah, nine strikeouts for like five innings or something yeah. like that. And the first six batters, or first three batters, they, they were 0 for 6 with six strikeouts. You let them go. And you had lefties coming up in Mookie Betts. Then you have a lefty in Corey Seager. Then mm-hmm. you had Justin Turner. Then you had a lefty in Max Muncy. Mm-hmm. So you had two of the next four hitters were lefties. Yep. It didn't make sense. I mean, that's a terrible decision. And, and it's made really by the fact that they use numbers to manage the game. You don't need to have a coach. That's how. That's where the Rays are. They don't have to have a coach. Mm. They can literally have a computer tell them what to do. Because Kevin Cash doesn't manage the game. No. He literally hits. They literally type it into a computer and like, yeah, go ahead and do that. And he just says, okay. And that's why they lost that game, and lost the series. And that's where they're at. Mm-hmm. That's why they beat some of their relievers into the ground. So it's just bad. That was really bad. I hope he changes his ways of doing things for some players. You know, sake for Blake Snell and those guys. You just hope that, you know, something gets said because to me, that that's that's a lose-your-job decision right there. Sure, yeah. Well, he's been so great for them. You know, anybody can manage that team. I'm going to say, a computer can manage a team. A computer manages the team. Mm-hmm. He just says, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all he says. He's just the guy out there. Yeah, you know, because he doesn't really do it. They, the analytics do it. Not great, but that that's a lose-your-job kind of decision because that's how, I mean, you get to game seven, with, the Dodgers know what they have. With yeah. the ghosts they have, they could easily, they, uh, could, the Rays could easily won, and you cost it by you know giving up a base hit to Austin Barnes, which really shouldn't that shouldn't have sounded the alarms. If he gives up a base hit to three hitters in a row or two hitters in a row, even in a bad. walk, yeah, it starts to look bad. Then you may, maybe you start sounding the alarms, but and your bullpen uh, wasn't dominant. If your bullpen was locked down like the Royals, mm, yeah, when they won, where it was mm. like okay, we bring our bullpen, we're winning. Yeah, Blake Snell could have pitched one inning, and you could have put your bullpen in there, and no one would have been like, eh. no one be like, hey, yeah, that's. Mm-hmm. But your bullpen hasn't been that great. Yeah, it's you... obviously starting to weaken because you're using them every single day, five, five, six, seven innings a game. So it was really not a great decision. You know, it's one of those ones that you look back in most recent history. You know, like a Buck Showalter not using Britain. That's yep. kind of where this is at with Kevin Kevin Cash. So just really bad, really sure. bad. Not great baseball. As much as people think he he's good for that team, he you know in one aspect really cost them. So. The analytics. I'm not a big analytical guy. I think they help. I think that uh, you need to have some portion of them in your in your managing to, to kind of keep uh, competitive in the field today. Um, but I don't think the all analytical approach, having the four outfielders and not having the guy go through the order the third time and home runs, home runs, home runs, and uh, this kind of it's even more new age than it was when it was first introduced. It's just advanced so far at this point. I just can't get on board with the full. I mean, granted, I understand that the Rays are low payroll. They kind of have to edge towards that they have to be in that space more than the Yankees do or the Dodgers do per se but that call you, you got to at some point be the manager and say listen the guy looks good everyone on the in the on the planet that's watching him knows he looks good just because he gave up a base hit uh, just a regular base hit to Austin Barnes it wasn't like he gave up a double or a home run or nothing you're winning one nothing you got your guy out there the bullpen's already gassed you know say you push the game seven then you can then you could just put out all your resources that's when you can just do anything yeah. you want. They you know? gave him momentum. If you're in the Dodgers' logout, you, you literally said we lost this game. Probably a third inning. 
Mm-hmm. You've seen Blake Snell pitch it and he was dominant. You take him out, you go, we just won this game. Yeah, then you get some morale boost for the guys, you know? And that's what they did. That's what Kevin Cash did, so not great. And that's one of the, the bad moves you'll see in the last couple of years. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that'll be analyzed for sure. You know, that goes up there with the show Walter and the Britain thing. It goes up there with not pitching Strasburg that year in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is one of the, the terrible decisions we've seen. Not putting um, Garrett Cole in for the Astros. Yeah, for the last couple of years. This is, this is not this is not great. So before you got into the next or next part here, I just wanted to go into that a little bit more because that was literally the series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we literally, yeah, that could have changed the whole trajectory of the series. Say even say you haven't finished the inning or or finish the inning and go another batter or two into the seventh. You know, you didn't have to stretch them out all that far, but the, I just don't under I don't understand decision. Maybe yeah. someone with the analytics can explain it better to me, but I, I don't even know. Even then, I, I don't I can't yeah. I can't understand it. I mean, that's a change your franchise decision. They win a World Series there. What does that do for the race? Yeah, especially. Does that get them a stadium? Mm-hmm. And if you get a stadium, does that bring in more fans? And since you won a World Series, you got, have more fans. Since you have more fans, would it possibly you win a new stadium? Do you bring in all these people and Do you bring more money in? Do you keep some of these players? I mean, it changes your whole franchise by winning a World Series. And Tampa Bay right now won the Stanley Cup. They're in the World Series, the Rays. And the Buccaneers right now are doing good in football. Even you got a, You got an excited... Tampa Bay area right now. You can so even th- look at Florida as a whole. Yeah. And Miami, the Dolphins, as, mm-hmm. a, as a competitive football team. So there's a sports world down there craving attention um, and, and, and fan bases. And by winning there, you you probably win, win yourself a stadium and, and a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, it makes a difference. So um, just bad. It's just bad. That's not how you do it. It's not how you coach or you go about things. Sometimes you just be normal. And just look at the game and watch the game and not type it into a computer and let the computer tell you what you should do. Because, you know, regardless, say say it comes in, Nick Anderson shuts it down and, uh, you know, it all works out for him and they're still up one it's nothing. Still not good. It's still not a good decision. You can't. You just burned up six guys to get to the next day. Exactly. Well, you can't play for the next You can't worry about the next day. You got to win the game. I understand that. Yeah. But you can't pitch the same pitcher 17 times in a row. Do you do it in the regular season? If you pitch Nick Anderson every day in the regular season, if you don't want to pitch, you, I mean, they won't pitch him what maybe back to back days or yeah. three days in a they, people. Oh, three days in a row for a reliever—that's unheard of. Mm-hmm. Playoffs come, you pitch him ten days in a row. Yeah, it's, if you it's, don't want pitch him three days in a row in the regular season, you shouldn't pitch him three days in a row in the postseason. Mm-hmm. If you won't pitch him three innings in the postseason and once one appearance. Don't pitch him in the, in the regular season the same way. You yeah. literally have these games and you you train these guys to to do certain things. And then the postseason comes and you have them do other stuff. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. You know, it, it's, you know, it's like, it's like teaching a guy to, to play, you know, outfield and the playoffs come and have him catch. Yeah. Uh, you, yeah. You, you train him to do one thing all year long and then you have him do something else. That's how you make mistakes. That's how people get hurt. And that's how people, you know. Lose jobs. Yeah. <laughs> so, and that's what we said earlier episodes we mentioned, mm-hmm. you know, do what you did the whole season. If this is how you coach, this is how you play, then you do it in the postseason too. Mm-hmm. You don't change your aspect. You don't change your team. You don't change the way you go about things. That's how you lose. Sure. And that's exactly, you know, what the Rays did this whole postseason by pitching their same relievers over and over and over and over, except Diego Castillo. Apparently, he wasn't good enough yeah. to pitch anymore. They pitched like two two innings, two and a two yeah. third or something like so that. So I don't know what they did, but they really cost themselves. Did they get the sure. game seven? They win the World Series. Yeah, anything can After happen. After game so. four, the Dodgers blew it. Getting to game seven against the Dodgers with their ghosts, they. I mean, you, you got to think the Rays are going to walk right into it. So sure, it's not great. Yeah, so. yeah, I agree. I I can't. We both both fully agree on that. That was a bad bad call, bad call on Kevin Cash. And who knows? Maybe it came from ownership. You never know if he's just the guy that just has to wear it, and he made the decision, quote unquote, or if it was the computer. I tend to side more with the the idea that front office and the computer made the decision for him, and he just had to go out there and get him. That's how I kind of think that a lot of uh, teams are being run right now, but. Whatever. So, what I was referring to earlier, if no, if you guys aren't uh, familiar yet, is the story at the end of the World Series, at the end of Game 6 of the World Series, with Justin Turner. I think you have a little bit more, you can probably explain it better than I can, I don't want to confuse the listeners, so why don't you kind of break it down on, maybe the order of events are exactly what happened with that. Well, yeah, the order of events are still up in the air. That's but, a, Yeah, um, I don't, I'm not from, sure. From what I've seen was, they took a test on the off day on uh, Monday for, for COVID, their COVID test. That test came back in the second inning mm-hmm. of this game, positive. The test they took yesterday before the game, they expedited, 
and that came back before the seventh inning, and it just came up positive. So then Justin Turner was removed from the game, as everyone's seen, in about the seventh inning, for no explanation at first, and but the reason was he was yeah, COVID positive. So they pulled him from the game, told him he had to isolate quickly. You know, they did as much as they could in stadium. What their plan was, you know, you know, try to keep making precautions in the dugout and clean things that he's been around or touching. You know, his spot in the dugout or whatever. So that that's what they, you know, that's kind of what where they went from there. So you go, okay, that seemed okay, but then they win the World Series and there he is out in the field celebrating. Oh, he has a mask on. Well, the players have a mask on. Then that's not the protocol. Mm-hmm. So he's out in the field celebrating, touching the World Series trophy, kissing the World Tr- Series trophy, hugging his players and teammates and his coaches, taking team pictures, and the players not caring that he was tested positive. Um, they had it; they're well well aware that he is. So that's that's not great. No. Um, to break it down even further, um, other things said, oh, you know, his one test was inconclusive at first, and, and then they test positive, and all this other stuff. Um, other reports said that the test there was already an inconclusive inconclusive test earlier then the test they tested so and then he tested positive and the MLB was like hey we don't want he can't play today and the Dodgers and Justin Turner were like well he's playing and they played him anyway so they went against protocol there and then the MLB told him that he had to come out of the game in the 6th 7th inning so they pulled him out of the game I mean it's not good all the way around but the idea that really gets me is the fact that you took a test on Monday and you didn't get results back until 2nd inning of the World Series Where's that? How do you do that? Yeah. For 40, 50 players. How do you do that? So you're telling me if the Yankees took a test on Monday in the regular season and they played a game on Monday and a doubleheader on Tuesday, you, they might not get a results back for their test until after the first game of a doubleheader on Tuesday? Well, what if they're positive? That just it, it just it just shows that could this have just been a one thing? Or was the whole year really not yeah. great? So as much as the MLB had a great season after their uh, bad you know, leading up to it and negotiating. Everything was put behind them. And then yesterday really just, it, it's like like a, a movie or a series drama. You know, you, you think everything's all good and happy ending, and then all of a sudden here comes some teaser for the sequel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now we're about to get into the sequel because that's not good. None of that's good. The MLB has to do something. You know, they threw him off the field, and then he goes back on the field. They're like, he can't be on the field. He's back on the field. Kissing the trophy, touching the trophy, touching his teammates, hugging his teammates with the coaches and the players and everything else. That's not good. So now what do you do? Do the Dodgers stay in this bubble for 10 days with the Rays and the coaches? <laughs> you know, do they, can they travel back? You travel back, they have to quarant- now they have to quarantine where they stay. You know, I, it, now it's a big mess. Yeah. Does the commissioner's office and Rob Manfred have to quarantine? Because he's at the stadium. Does everybody at the sta- stadium have to quarantine? That, it's really just a terrible situation. For, for me, I think what did the MLB do to punish the Dodgers and what they did? Because it's obviously the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. Like, well, Justin Turner's our best player. So we're just going to be like, no, we, we didn't hear you. We didn't hear you. Yeah, you know, yeah. We're going through a tunnel kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then the game started. Like, oh, well, we can't take him out now. They got to punish the Dodgers big time. Because what if they, you know, what if the Rays win that game? Then what? Yeah. Tonight, what are you doing? Because he's positive. Now... Multiple people might be positive. Umpires might be positive. Mm-hmm. You know, half a team might not be able to play. Do you push Game 7 of the World Series back two weeks, three weeks? Now you're in November, which you didn't want to play in. Mm-hmm. Do you have to keep them in the city for two two weeks? Do you finish the World Series? Do you just literally stop Game 7 of the World Series? All these things because you didn't follow protocol. And, and for Manfred to get ripped apart for what he did with the Astros, uh, not being, you know, punishing people, and by a Dodgers, I think he comes down hard on the Dodgers. And I think it would be quite fitting to see him go in there and take that World Series trophy away from them. Could you imagine? And, and there you go. So do you want me to take the World Series trophy away? There you go. I'll take yours away. This is serious. Mm. And cheating's serious too. Mm. This is serious health things for certain people and for certain things, mm. obviously. But you can't just break protocol for <clears throat> because you want to. So this is just as bad as cheating. You have a set of rules you have to follow. If you don't follow them, you get in trouble. Do I think he's going to take the World Series trophy away? No. I don't think so. But should it be on the table? Yes. You wanted it? We'll take it away. We'll take yours away. Follow the rules. I mean, that's terrible. Yeah. What they should do? They should throw... I think I, anybody that has importance in that Dodgers organization should be should be suspended 
for 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 a year or whatever front office because someone makes that decision that can let him back on the field and and just not listen to the original thing. It's like, hey, we don't want him playing today. Mm. Well, he's gonna play anyway. Well, that either comes from the coach, the front office. Someone had to make a decision. Well, I think Justin Turner should be suspended. I mm. think that someone in the front office should be suspended. I think multiple people in the Dodgers should be suspended. I think they should be, you know, fined mm-hmm. as an organization. I think the draft pick should be taken away. I mean, that's that's not good. You can't just no. not listen to people. Yeah, I don't understand how that happened. No. Like, we... And you just let them back on the field. Yeah. Uh, and I just don't – it doesn't make sense to me that that can happen. You know, I, I don't know. And, and if you're the MLB, you have to come down because now you have two of the last, what, three World Series winners break rules. And what they get for breaking rules? World Series trophy. What does that tell other teams to do? Well, hell, I'm just going to go break some rules. Why do I got to test, test for COVID? And if I test positive, I got I to gotta miss two weeks. Mm-hmm. He can go out there and celebrate with everybody. You know, what What does that leave you? You don't want to follow the rules. Or are you playing favorites, which you don't want to get into that in sports. So it's not great right now. Baseball's going to be in trouble. Yeah. And if I'm another player who was not in the World Series in our playoffs, and I tested positive or missed games or whatever it was, you know, you got to take a hard look and, and sue the MLB. It was mm-hmm. part of their players' association. You can't really sue the MLB in this COVID thing. Remember, it was part of their part of their deal. Well, you broke your end of the deal. You told me we were safe. We had protocols in place. You didn't follow protocol, so that should void all contracts. Right? Sure, sure, yeah. So if you signed a contract as a players' union or a deal, and you broke, they broke protocol. That should void the contract or void the deal. Mm-hmm. So I would sue if I was a player. So the MLB's in a bad spot right now. Well, they're fully investigating it. It shouldn't take long to investigate. No, yeah. He tested positive. You gotta let us know when he tested positive, which was multiple reports, but we all kind of know what happened. But you let him back on the field, so someone's like, yeah, "Go ahead, right here. Mm-hmm. Here's the field. Yeah. Go kiss the trophy and hug it. You know, go out there, <laughs> snot all over the trophy with your COVID and everything. You know, it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. So, it really confused me yesterday. At first, I was like, "What is this? Some sort of cover up?" And then the MLB was just like, admitted that, like, "Oh, we can't cover it up." So they wait till the seventh inning to pull him out. Mm-hmm. That's what I first thought. I'm like, if you're going to cover it up, cover it the hell up. Yeah. Because that's what you do with the Astros. Right? Sure. Yeah. If you're going to cover it up, cover it up. If you're not going to cover it up, then come right out with it. So that's what I thought at first. But obviously, that's not really the case. Mm-hmm. Um, very, I mean, what is it, 1% chance that's the case at this point. But at first, that's what I thought. It went through my head. Yeah, yeah. Now it's like, you know, they had, they did what they were, at first, they did what they were supposed to. And then some, some, somewhere down the line, it broke down. So a lot of people got to get in trouble. That's That's what I anticipate, too. There's going to be a lot of suspensions and fines. And because, I mean, like I said, this was a whole year. This wasn't like week one. Yeah. And then you, you get stronger, you know, penalties and protocols and, you know, checkpoints. It's the end of the year. So where the hell were you all year? What happened all year? Mm. Were, we, were we testing people on Monday and not finding the answers till Tuesday night? But then playing Monday and Tuesday? Where are we? And then going home to their families because they're not in bubble cities. Going out to the, the grocery store, going out to eat, wherever they, you know, whatever they're doing, going out in public a little bit at least. Well, I mean, what doesn't make sense. For some people, this is really gonna really gonna bother people. Yeah. Some people are really uptight with with the COVID and, and things like that. Um, for me and you, a, a little bit more looser. You know what I mean? Um, not as um, uptight and you know um, by the books as you could say, or, or really scared of it. Mm-hmm. But some people really are, and they have that. You know, that's great for them. You know, but this is really gonna bother people. So you know, MLB as much as they fall back, the sport to mess up, as they were the first sport to kind of mess up to begin the negotiations. At the beginning of COVID, mm-hmm. now everyone kind of has the answers and they're messing up. Yeah, doesn't look good on Manfred. You know, you go through this whole thing and you really had this wore this badge of honor that they went how many weeks without a real, real bad case of COVID. You know, here and there, spotty um, in development sites and stuff like that. But overall, they they've done really well. And you made it all the way to the World Series. Had a great World Series. Uh, you brought fans into the stadiums. You're doing everything right. And it just, just right at the end, it just. It really all falls apart, and like you said, it is a snapshot of the the process. And like you said, is it a one-off thing? Was just just something that just happened to happen? And now we're assuming it happened all season, or did it really happen all season? And you were almost endangered, you know, not because the players are, are are healthy, you know, they're they're specimens of health, really, you know. So I don't I don't know if they're necessarily worried about the COVID, but they got to bring it home to their families, to their kids, grandparents, people that they don't know that yeah. could be healthy, immunocommunicated. That 0.1% chance that a healthy 28-year-old gets it and something happens. But it's it's the idea and a lasting impact that we don't have an information on. Yeah. But there's so many more questions that we can even get into. They're in a bubble. Yeah, how did it happen? How did that happen? How did one guy get it? 
They're in a bubble. Not like they're at home. Well, he went to the grocery store. Oh, he went here. Oh, he's seen a couple of people. He's seen his family. And the yeah. family members, for the most part, were bubbled. So where did he get it from? That's what I want to know, too. So that's another question you got to think about. Mm-hmm. Now, you, now you're bringing it into, you know, next year. Is COVID still around at some point in your testing and, and stuff like that? Do you have faith? Do the players and the fans have faith in that? Do the players trust you? Oh, that's right. All on top of that, you're going to negotiate with the players for a new CBA. So you're going to take this into their, like, hey, wow, you fought through that. We really got it. All right, cool. We had a good season, you know. What have been great momentum into a new CBA? Kind of, you know, we had a good season. We did what we needed to do. Everything was, you know, good. Now you're like, well, we don't really know. Uh, we kind of messed things up and put people at danger at some points. So let's negotiate a new deal. You don't really got a leg to stand on and negotiate now. It makes it tougher. When everything was covered up. Everything was good. Everything was, you had everything, you were past all that. No one remembered it. No one remembered it. Exactly, because this is the last thing they're going to remember. And now you got, you know, basketball talking about coming back. You know, hockey's going to be coming back. Football has had some issues, but they're, I mean, they're rolling through, tightened down on protocols. I mean, everything's kind of going well for football, which is probably the, the hardest sport yeah. to fight it through. Sure. And then you're now again at the bottom of the, like, well, we kind of did that, right? And now we're fucked up. Mm-hmm. So now we're going to get in trouble. It just doesn't make sense if you really want to go into it. I mean, there's articles everywhere, and there's going to be stories. This is going to be breaking news, um, you know, news uh, articles and, and information coming out constantly, every single day, every single minute, every single hour about this. So um, keep up with it, um, as we will try as well. Um, but that's not great. You know, it just it makes you question a lot of the season and a lot of decision-making. And then to get into the next little bit of it, you got Manfred out there on the field yesterday. And he's bumbling, stumbling, mumbling around. He couldn't even talk. Yeah. He couldn't even talk. That's our commissioner. Here's a guy handing over the piece of metal, the so-called piece of metal that he's, you know, no one, he thinks it's just a piece of metal. He's probably the same guy who says, this is just, you know, a sniffle, the COVID. So, you know, he's handing over a piece of metal. He's out there. He doesn't even know what he's saying. He sounds like he's 50 beers deep. Yeah. It was bad. He's either, he's either hammered. He really doesn't know what, he really doesn't know what he's doing. Like at all. Mm. Like, he doesn't even know that he's human. Or, I mean, he had a, some sort of health emergency. Like, he's had a stroke or something yeah. out in the field. I mm. mean, go listen. There's multiple videos. Multiple videos. Not just one. You know, like, well, he was talking good before that and good after that. So, it must have been... There was, like... He was talking kind of good before that. And all of a sudden, he fell apart for multiple, you know, minutes and, and, and segments. Yeah. I mean, he couldn't even talk. He wasn't even making sentences. Yeah, it was bad. You know, he... It was really bad. One A quote from Justin Turner is a positive. With multiple spaces in there, just turtles uh, positive. Yeah. What is that? What does that mean? Yeah, he's a positive what? <laughs> he tests positive. He's a positive influence. He's, what is that? I mean, he couldn't talk. No. I mean, as funny as it is to listen to it, I mean, hopefully it's not a medical problem. But there's some issue there. Yeah, that's our commissioner. You know. Yeah, it, that's the president of baseball. If the president of the United States was talking like that. We'd have some, there'd be some problems. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're inside baseball, you're like, well, what is this? Not great. And he's already no. a laughing stock. I mean, he went on the stage at first before he started mumbling and bumbling around. Mm-hmm. And he, he waited for five minutes because everyone booed him. There's like, I mean, how many people were at the stadium? Yeah, 11, 12,000, something like that. Booed him to the point where he stopped talking. So he obviously, I don't know if he didn't know he, people didn't like him or what it was, but he got booed almost almost off the stage. And then you come out while they're still booing you, either hammered mm-hmm. or something, and mumbling and stumbling around. <laughs> he wasn't even speaking English. It's like it sounded like a cartoon show. I mean, go listen to it. Baseball, Corey Seager. What is that? Shoot. It's all bad. It literally, but like I said earlier in the episode here, is you literally had a normal normal thing. It's like it's like a TV show or a series or a movie. You mm-hmm. start kind of normal. And then you see, all right, something's coming in. Could this affect us? All of a sudden, boom, you're in the middle of some sort of big problem. That's yeah. going to, you know, uh, uh, influence the, the storyline. Mm-hmm. You know, that was the COVID. And then you have, oh, this season's not going to happen. You're back and forth and back and forth. And then you almost have like a heroic thing to kind of get the season back. Some blips around, along the way. You make it. Everything's fine for 60-something days, whatever. You get to the last day. You have a game four that, that shocked the world and brought fans back in. Similar yeah. to 2016 with the Cubs and the Indians and games like that who brought fans in, brought fans back in. And you come out and pull this. It just shows you. It's just, it just It's like the sequel to a movie. You know, when they put that last thing at the end, you're like, ah, oh, they're going to have to make another movie now. But here we go. 
Yeah. It's now like, we're going to start making another movie. It's like the end question mark. Yeah. You know? exactly what we're doing. We're starting another movie now. Yeah. Because that's the lasting impression. It's not like this happened earlier in the playoffs or it happened late into the regular season. This is the last thing that people are going to remember. You know, obviously, you know, the Dodgers, Dodgers fans are probably just happy about the win. But this is what a lot of baseball fans are going to be hung up on, you know, coming into the offseason and maybe going into the next season. Yeah. So, so it's like, here we go. Here's the sequel. And the sequels are never as good as the first one. <laughs> Seems MLB and Rob Manfred and, and that team can't do anything right. It seems just at every turn there's there's a new thing that they can't do right. It's it's embarrassing. Bud Selig's smiling. Yeah, because he for a while was was he, he's smiling because he's like I messed up. Mm-hmm. It's like this is awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he messed up the steroid stuff, and overall Bud Selig did an okay job. But Rob Manfred really he, was he, like, hold yeah, my beer. He cleaned it you up, know? and he you know he he admitted to his some issues, and he was he took took it on the chin, and that was it. Manfred's like. Yeah, I'm all right. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't accept. I'm right. Yeah, he's he's bad. He's yeah. bad. You might as well had Barney from The Simpsons on there talking. That's how yeah, it sounded. Drunk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's how he was on the. I mean, it was awful. Yeah. I, I, you know, I don't know if it was a medical problem. They saw the echo. With the thing. I don't know. There's no way the echoes in the stadium and his earpiece being messed up or whatever can make you talk that bad. That was my first reaction to it because we both kind of. Re- Kind of saw it at the same time. That was my, I was like, his earpiece must be too loud. He can't hear himself. And he's just but like, blah, blah. You, but when you break it down, it's like, that's really bad. Yeah. You can't believe it's that bad for that long. Where it's like his earpiece or the echo was making that problem. I can't see it. Yeah, like the guy that's that's doing the audio for him isn't like, oh man, he can't hear himself. Let's let's turn that down. Or you know, or he comes out of one interview and it's better than the next. Or, or it's just pull a one. Out. If you're that bad, pull him out. Is it really that much of an, you know, I mean, it was bad. Yeah, it was very it's, bad. It's a real bad for, you know, you just look and you shake your head. Yeah. It's like you failed the first half of the year. You know, like, like if you're in school. Mm-hmm. You get an A, a couple A's, and you fail at the end. Then you get the F on the final exam, yeah. you know? It's like you really messed up. You brought yourself all the way back. You went to, you know, the dog days, and then you fucked it up anyway. <laughs> it's like, why the hell? You might, as well, you might as well not even showed up. I don't know. Not great. No, not great at all. That happens. I just win the World Series, and they fuck everything up. Yeah, yeah. There's always, there's got to be an issue if they win it. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's the problem. What happens when the Chiefs win a Super Bowl and the Dodgers win a World Series? Shit goes to hell. Yeah, it's true. Jeez. <laughs> See what happens? That's why um, they don't win. Yeah. That's why they shouldn't win. That's what they cause problems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that that that's kind of... I feel the same way. I think it was just embarrassing. Uh, the Rob Manfred interview stuff is actually like... As long as he's okay, it's funny. Um, if he actually, if there actually was a serious issue there, I don't think it was that funny, but... Yeah, I mean, but, if, he, if he's a medical issue, obviously it's, it's not... It's, you know, it's not funny. Yeah. If he had a mes- medical issue, you know, if he's out, if he had some sort of medical issue, he comes out healthy and, and all that other stuff. But, I mean, you go listen to it. It's not great. No. It is, it is funny listening to it because he's not even, he doesn't even speak English. Yeah, he's got the long pauses and he's, it's like, he's like, it's almost like his jaw is slacked. It's like, just, like a stroke, you know. Yeah, he's ah, ah. words and it, it makes no sense and he, he's like combining words. It's like, what are you doing? And they just keep talking to him. Like, it makes sense. It's like, how about we, you know, cut it cut a short ear and lay him go yeah. home because he's got problems right now. <laughs> that's so. our commissioner. Well, if, uh, that's all I got uh, as far as my recap of the, of the world series and the, the handling of Justin Turner and that whole, I mean, that's, that's bad seeing that, you know, having the photo that I seen on Twitter of him kissing his wife or his girlfriend, whoever the, the woman, uh, in the picture was him kissing her and right underneath it, Justin Turner test positive for COVID with him holding the, the world series trophy. Some, that whole situation up perfectly. He's back on the field with no mask. Yep. No, yeah, no mask, too. They, they want to do a team photo, and for him, the little bit of help, you know, he wanted, he, he stood kind of, he sat way in front of his teammates to give him wall distance, and they grab him and pull him into the middle of the pile. Not great. Yeah, no. You know, and I like Justin Turner. So, you know, but that's not good. So I don't care who you are. You got to, you know, follow the rules. Yeah, so this is not a good, good, a good scene, but... Overall, to leave on more of a positive note, you know, the World Series playoffs were great. The season went through, you know, rolled through the season. We got through it. We've seen baseball. We've seen good baseball. We've seen funny stuff. We've seen crazy stuff. You know, rule changes and all types of things. You know, baseball was it was a good season. And the playoffs were good. The World Series was was good. Game four was you know one of the memorable ones. We just have a, a you know an issue to to iron out here for the next couple of weeks. But baseball wise, yeah. actual game of baseball was, was good. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I don't think there was anything, uh, anything there to complain about. You know, they did a very good job. All yeah. the players, everyone involved did a very good job. 
So with that, um, you know, unless you got anything else to bring up, I know you got your trivia question. Yeah, um, that's, other than the trivia question, I mean, that's it. I mean, I don't got. Yeah. Can't well, go into any more with the commissioner and his uh, befuddlement. We'll hear more about the just. There's obviously this just happened yesterday, so we'll hear more. So by the time this goes live, there may even be more information Hopefully that we, we don't. Have information on Manfred too. Yeah. Because he's gonna come out, and keep talking, and that's how he's gonna talk. <laughs> I mean, there's no way he can be commissioner. I know. He'll spit like a baby out there, <laughs> like Tommy Pickles might go out there and just be the commissioner, because it was not wasn't good. So, no, sure wasn't. Anyway, past that big gap tooth freak. Mm-hmm. Let's get back to our tri- trivia question here. So, to continue with the World Series kind of talk, mm-hmm. as you could say, I got another trivia question to go along with that. And this week's trivia question is: Who has the most games played in MLB history with no World Series appearances? And this isn't. You know, high pockets Johnson. <laughs> yeah, thank God. For some of them questions and Ray Shalk and the fellas. Uh, None of them. You you were you were right in the ballpark when I asked it earlier. You I know, guess you, two of the top three. Yeah. I um, mean, what the hell? Yeah, and a couple guys who were on this list towards the top, you kind of knew. But um, the answer is uh, Rafael Palmero. I forgot about him. Um, he played 20 seasons and he played 2,831 games without reaching a World Series. Unbelievable. Yeah. Poor guy. Two guys, Mike Guest, Ken Griffey Jr., he was second, and Ichiro was third. So those guys, obviously, a lot of games without World Series appearances and some superstar talent, obviously. That's, that's the first, my mind went right to the Mariners. I'm like, well, they didn't, you know, they yeah. didn't get there, so. I mean, other guys, Andre, Dons, uh, Andre Dawson, Ernie Banks, yeah, Billy Williams, Julio Franco, Rod Carew. I mean, there's some big names on here. The names make sense. When you think about it, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, yep, yeah. you know. So, but uh, the answer, most games played with no World Series appearance is Rafael Palmero. Mm-hmm. With 2,831 games played. I didn't um, even think of him. And it make, once he said it, I'm like, yep, it makes yeah. sense. But he's still trying to come back, so maybe he'll come back and get that World Series appearance. He's yeah. still out there playing baseball because, quote-unquote, he did not take steroids. Mm, sure. Sure. <laughs> They're like, I did not take steroids. He's like, well, here's the paper. It says you did. And he was like, well, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah I did. Yeah, yeah, yes, that was me. <laughs> yeah. So I have, poof, goofball. <laughs> Along the lines of Conseco and those guys, but yeah, yep, um, sure. But yeah, that's a trivia question. So that's pretty much it. And if you want to go into what our plan is here, yeah. Um, so for next week, we're gonna do some sort of. We're gonna do. Uh, we're gonna record a little later again because we uh, the finalists for the awards are gonna come out and the Gold Glove winners are gonna come out next week. So we're gonna wait until all that comes out and record again. Uh, closer to the release date of the podcast, so um, expect maybe this episode, the next episode, to still go up Thursday, but maybe um, a little later in the day. So you still get it on Thursday. It's just maybe not go up till four or five o'clock. Maybe you know around that ballpark in time. Worst case scenario, you'll get a Friday afternoon. Yeah, sure. And then after that, we're gonna do um, just kind of episodes centered around the recap of the season and what we thought about the players and the teams, and just kind of go into how baseball handled the season and and kind of just general thoughts like that. Um, and then we're going to start uh, after uh, two episodes after this episode, uh, round episode. What would that be, episode 40 or 41? We're going to start. Yeah, we're going to start uh, every two weeks we're going to do episodes because uh, we feel that, you know, every week um, there's not going to be pressing news every week. We're, you know, it's going to be we're almost going to be struggling to find, especially with how many episodes we had to string together in between what would have been the start of this season and the actual start of the season. You know, it, we don't want to run out of topics on you. So we're going to do every two weeks. Um, consistently, same same deal, upload on Thursday. But we're going to do more of, I think what we're planning to do is like an all-time team list. Like every episode, we give a, our all-time players to a specific position or two. Um, so that'll be exciting. We get to talk about that. Uh, hopefully, we get to have Camp Brian Camp on, our, our buddy, who we had on uh, episode four, I believe. Hopefully, have him on again at some point. Maybe do some predictions there. Maybe some other, play- some other guys. Yeah, so yeah. On. Yeah, that'd be great. So we got some stuff to look forward to, uh, but that's like a preliminary plan of what we uh, what we want to do. Um, if anything changes or if there's any uh, um, adjustment to our schedule, we'll we'll obviously let you guys know. But other than that, uh, uh, unless I'm leaving anything out, I mean, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I mean, we're just going to do some, you know, we'll have some episodes about the off season and some predictions, and you know, we'll do um, some fun episodes, you know, that have no, you know, nothing breaking. It'll be more, you know, top players of all time and. And stuff. If you guys have anything you guys want us to talk about quickly on you know, a thing, you know, shoot us a message or something, and we'll be glad to talk about it. You know, any trivia questions you want us to use, anything you want us to use, you know, it'd be great to send in. So we'll have some more, um, you know, le- less uh, scheduled episodes, I guess you could say, where we kind of do these, this, 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 this throughout the episode. It's going to be more open. 
mm-hmm. um, for the off season, and then we'll kind of get back once the spring training kind of rolls around. We'll kind of get back into our real normal schedule and kind of go into our full season how we kind of did this year. But uh, yeah, I mean it's that's our plan. We'll obviously have updates at at times, breaking news and stuff like that. We will have some updates and you know new podcast episodes and stuff like that. But all in all, we had a, a great year, a great first year. You know, a lot of people listening and, and feedback and stuff. So that was cool, and hopefully we'll continue to uh, go uh, because we plan on uh, continuing on the roll. Yeah, hopefully we keep rolling, uh, rolling along, and hopefully we got. You know, hopefully we get a full, nice season to, to do the show how we proper really planned it out to do instead of yeah. just a 60-game few and, week. And while fantasy back, that was well missed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that kind of detracted from a segment. Or, it's almost or, like you missed half half the season. You're almost like, well, baseball? Because eh. you always had that back in your mind. You're like, oh, I couldn't have fantasy. Mm-hmm. Then you get that chance to beat Mike at fantasy mm-hmm. or camp or Dom or anybody like that and, mm-hmm. and blow it in the playoffs <laughs> like the Dodgers. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, so hopefully we'll have like a full, full boat. Next yeah. Year. So let's yeah look forward to that, and look forward to all like I said how we originally planned the show to go. So that's a, we, of course, as soon as we plan it and 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 try to execute it, everything kind of goes hey, goes Mark. awry. Yeah. So I blame Mike. Yeah, I mean it's easy to blame me. Sure. I'm an easy target. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, maybe we'll get the Shulk family on. No. Uh, maybe I do want to. I want to know like what's the deal? Like why? Why is he in there? I do want to know, but I don't want to get involved anymore in it. <laughs> yeah, just forget it. Erase it from, from our minds. Yeah, so <laughs> we'll have some fun stuff going on, and we'll do some crazy stuff, and we'll have, uh, you know, we'll put the red helmet on a few times. and Yeah. We'll do some crazy stuff, though. That's all I got, though, for, for this episode. Um, do you have anything else to, before we uh, before we get out of here? No, no other than a quick, uh, you know, Raider, Raider thing. And the Raiders mm-hmm. lost last week to the fight in Tom Brady's, and that's kind of what happens when you go against Tom Brady and the ageless wonder. Mm-hmm. Um, they played well. Score didn't show that. But um, this week they played the fight in Cleveland Browns. Should beat them. At Cleveland, though. You never uh, know. But yeah. hopefully we'll come in and, and beat them. Seems playing well. They're starting to get healthy. So mm-hmm. that's what we'll be rooting for, Raiders. Again, we were over the weekend we were at our buddy's wedding, Dom, and his new wife, Carrie. So that was cool. Um, congratulations to them. Mm-hmm. But... Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's all I got too. So, I don't want to watch the Giants. That's my football update. Is that they're terrible? So yes. that's all I got about that. Very terrible. <laughs> yeah. The whole division. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The whole division's bad, but you know. The Yankees have a good chance of winning that division. Yeah. They're gonna play that sport. <laughs> it's it's not true. Great. No. All right, guys. That's uh. That's all I got, and that's that's all we got for this yeah, week. That's it. So, you know, until next week, you can listen to this podcast on Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify. You can watch and listen to this show regularly on our regularly updated YouTube channel, um, as well as our website, screwball.podbean.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Real Mike Lepre. You can follow me on Instagram at Mike Lepre. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at FDubs10. You can follow us on Twitter at ScrewballPod. You can follow our official Screwball Facebook at ScrewballPod. No Ian Screw. And that's it from us, guys. We'll see you next week. Yep. Take care.